Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is an archive of the Conk Happy Hour, which was broadcast yesterday on Blog Talk Radio. You can join us live for the Happy Hour at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at blogtalkradio.com slash conknews. As this is not a live show, please do not call in, but you can leave us a voicemail at conk.com slash voicemail, and we might use that on a future episode. Blog Talk Radio. The following program includes the opinions of Kong News and those of the call-in participants. It does not reflect the views of our sponsors. Hank, can you feel it? I can feel it. Yeah, I know you hump can day. feel it. Yeah, it's hump day. And Hank's back in the swing. From the corner of Broadway and Central in Northeast Minneapolis, from the studios of Conk News, welcome to the Conk Happy Hour for Wednesday, January 12th, 2022. See, when we do it on the right day, I can remember it, because the thing is, the problem is when we do the weekend is we have to, we're doing it ahead, and I can remember it. So You did a fine job. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Now, uh, Hank Reardon's here. Uh, but the important thing about that is Hank hasn't been feeling well, so he's he's back. He's be, pretty much back. Sixteen 100%. days I've been under the weather. Yeah, you have until yesterday. I called in Twin Cities IV. They brought this big bag of shit, put it in my arm for an hour. <laughs> right here in the office. One hundred and seventy-five bucks later, I feel like a million bucks. I haven't stopped peeing all day, but <laughs> nope. I'm feeling good. Yeah, 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 you are, and I'm glad you are. And also, we should point out, too, is like we've all had problems here for two, three weeks with, with sickness, and nobody's tested positive for for right. COVID. Yeah, I'm it's done really, burning those home tests. Yeah. I'm starting not to believe them. Two days before Christmas, I was really sick, and I assumed I had COVID, and I ran, no, I, I tested negative. I, I still think I did. I well, actually, do the I, home tests... Test for Omicron or Delta or COVID or who the fuck knows? I mean, it's all bullshit. We all know this now. I and mean, did you know. I have it three quarters of the way up my nostril <laughs> or only seven yeah, eighths? You know, was right. it past the point of no return? That's uh, right. I did this stupid spit test. I can't spit that much. It's like Christ, <laughs> what the hell? What's going on? It's like well, anyway. So we're here for the news now. Those of you who know how this runs, you can call us up. The number is five one six. Four one eight five four seven two. I'm going to repeat that. It's five one six four one eight five four seven two. We're going to be here for at least an hour. If we're flooded with the phone calls longer than that, Blog Talk Radio, bless our hearts, they've given us two hours. So um, we got that going on. And so let's talk about the news because we're a news organization, and um, I know you know what I'm going to bring up, and that is Biden's speech yesterday. Well. Can you shout like he does? <laughs> no, no. Just shout it. <laughs> no, I can't. Just no, shout no. it in yeah. anger. Yeah, he's just he he really he's starting to come off like a guy who wants the kids to get off his lawn. It's like, <laughs> it's just stupid. 
Oh, he's got bad reviews for this. I'm going to read you a couple, Hank. Um, uh, let me see. You can't carry the anger forever. Profoundly unpresidential is what Mitch McConnell said. The um, National Review, which we carry on Con News, said a disgraceful performance, witless and sloppy, even by Biden's standards. I mean, God Almighty! I mean, he's just been. You just, you can't be pissed off. It's really tough to sell shit instead of sugar. I yeah, mean, you know, put a little honey on it, Joe. But he just, and he gets that grandpa look. Now, my grandpa's been dead for thirty years. 35 years, but, you know, I picture Joe like my dad's dad. Stinky, (laughs) fucking old guy, can't hear, yells, you know. I mean, just yells about everything. Yeah, he's just yelling. That's all he's doing. It's just his way of communicating, and it's like, that's fine if you're Hank's grandpa, but this guy's trying to run a country and trying to get some people to... and is he, was he yelling at the Democrats for not getting off their ass and getting this voting bill thing passed? Or was he yelling at the Republicans for screwing up all his legislation? And I mean, you can't tell. He's just yelling at everyone. Well, it does seem like he's, in, he's um, alienating half the country. I mean, he's basically telling Republicans that, you know, that if you supported Donald Trump, you know, you're a fucking insurrectionist. That's right. basically what they're saying. Well, that's a great way to get people on your side, isn't it? You got the and especially this guy who ran on unification. He's done nothing more than completely separate the, the public public into red and blue. Well, no one would remember that he was running on the unification if it wasn't for his mouthpiece and the mass media, you know, yeah. repeating that he was going to be. He's a great unifier. I mean, he's from the eighties. And he's still stuck in the 80s. In the 80s, from a management style, you could go out to your staff and fucking scream and throw shit, and people would pay attention because they came from the generation where the fucking teachers hit you, yeah. the nuns hit you, right. the neighbor fucking hit you, your old man hit you, your uncle hit you. Yeah. You, got, you could get, garner people's attention by loud screaming as a management style. You went to Catholic school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have, you had the nuns, right? Oh, yeah. My my wife, my wife went to Catholic school. She hates the nuns with a passion. I think it actually killed her, her faith and religion. It's like, oh my God, she goes on. And they were hard to judge. You know, the small ones, they usually were the (laughs) most aggressive that's exactly what she said. You know, she said the same thing. The smaller they were, the harder they yeah. threw their erasers. It's yeah. like <laughs> no, I had one uh, sister that um, great lady, great lady. But I was answering the phones as part of my work at school to pay off my tuition, and she would always say that Hank can't count to three because we've told him to answer the phone before the third ring. <laughs> Maybe you should take a shoe off or something. And so I just remember the old gals that ran the office saying, hey, dummy, she sits over there. Just grab the phone and put it on hold. We don't even care if you say, do the greeting. Just don't let the thing ring three times so we don't have to hear about how stupid you are. Yeah. And she would say how stupid I was right to my face through them. God. And it was just the way it is. So anyway, I... I think Joe is stuck in his 80s management style. 
Um, and the other thing about the eighties, and I we I know about you, but I'm almost too young to remember this too. But like my accountant, who's like a zillion years old, uh, she was telling me that um, in the nineteen eighties, they still it was the last vestiges of the three martini lunch. That basically. The, the the idea is well, you would come to work in the morning around 1 or 2 o'clock. You would usually take a client to lunch, and they had rules that if the client ordered a drink, you had to order a drink too, and usually the client ordered a drink because it was on your expense account. <laughs> and so then you're drinking, and then three martinis later, 2 o'clock, you get back to the office, nothing gets done. It's like, right. Basically, everybody worked a half a day. <laughs> it was a 36-hour work week. That's right. Or 30-hour right. work week, and 32 Those hours. of you youngins, the 15 people of you in Fresno under 20 are listening to this. Um, yeah, that's actually real. That should actually happen. Right. Yeah, I I don't – I just he, – he consistently is screaming at the microphone, and I don't – they must show him polling – that makes him not have to change, or oh, no, they show no. him the polling and they and he go, he can't change. Hey, that's the next thing on the list today. Quinnipiac poll just came out today. Biden's approval rate, Biden's approval rating, according to Quinnipiac, is at thirty three percent, and I don't think it's ever been under thirty five percent for any modern president in the last forty years. Like, and no, he's and he's not polling well with anybody. It's like this is just a disaster. And his inflation number, this seven percent, seven percent is going to really, really. It's going to be tough for employers to try to help employees get that recover some of that seven percent this year in twenty twenty two. I mean, everything is out of control cost wise. Um, and you've seen this thing online about where people are sending them pictures of empty shelves. Yes. Right? They're all over the place. Right. And I see them too. I go to my local super target. Now the, the target I the super target I go to between my office and my home happens to be the one in Roseville, Minnesota. It's the site of the very first target ever. The first store was built there. Now there's a giant super target there. I don't be- fucking believe it. It's like the biggest target in America and half the show the shelves are empty. It's unbelievable. Target. And Butt judges over there at LA Port saying, Well, we got ahead of this thing. It's like, Are you shitting me? Behind them, there's 80 million freaking containers stacked up behind them. These people are shameless. You know, they, they will they, they claim victory out of the jaws of defeat. Yeah, right. Sure. Tell me about it. So if, if the ports are getting better, where is the stuff going? I mean, they aren't. Is it going to the big box Menards and Home Depot and not making it to the grocery store? No, he's making it up. I think he's just making it up. They're just making shit up. They're talking. Yeah. Not so- like us. <laughs> no, no, we never make shit up. No, not <laughs> us. No, no. But uh, Biden was, was rightly slammed for the speech. This speech was really just... Uh, it was ungodly. I mean, first of all, you're right. He's yelling like an old man. Secondly, he's he's alienating half the audience. I mean, I'm starting to wonder if it's almost the same um, strategy CNN's using, and that is CNN seems to. It seems like they've pretty much given up, and they, all they want to do now is hold on to their hardcore, crazy leftist um, audience, right? And I'm wondering if the same thing with Biden. Have they just decided, well, let's play to the base and screw the rest of America because we're going to lose anyway? I don't know. 
That's Nancy said that the house is in okay shape. Yeah, for of the course she terms. said. Yeah, she did. I know. That's good. That's good. Even CNN came out today and said that the Republicans will lose no senators in 2022. They, they said they've even they've said that. So that's pretty fucking bad for them. And it's so. you know what, ten months away. Yeah, we're now. ten months. All sorts of shit could happen. But I guess I'm guess, guessing a lot of it won't be good. That's what I'm guessing. So I showed you this headline earlier today. This was out of the National Review, too. And I'll just read it. It says, Chuck Schumer says, hey, we should do that thing that Harry Reid did that we all regret now. <laughs> Which, of course, is killing the filibuster. And, no, seriously, what, what – okay, if they do this, let's say – now, they probably are not going to get away with it. It's probably not going to happen. But if they could accomplish it in the next month – they would have the use of it for nine months, and then they're going to lose control of the House and the Senate, and then the Republicans will have use of it fucking forever, which is exactly what happened when Harry Reid did it for judges. It's like Obama used it for a few months, and then Trump set a record for um, uh, he, a world record for assigning judges. Right. He assigned like 300 judges in four years. I mean, he he joked about it. The only person who signed more was George Washington. That's because George had to sign all of them. <laughs> right, <laughs> had to set it up. That's right. He had to set it up. So, I mean, how how can I don't understand how people can be this stupid? I don't, and that's McConnell sounds like he's. If they screw with this filibuster, he's ready to. Oh yeah, do whatever he can do. They're going to pounce. Um, they are. So, it's uh it, it's a risky move by the Democrats, but hey, they're they're brave, and they never know when enough is enough. No, they don't, do they? That's they absolutely right. I mean, Hillary's talking about coming back as the unifying candidate. Yeah, isn't that hilarious? But, I mean, that would be. We want her back. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely, because we think if, if there's you're... a God, give her strength. <laughs> give Hillary strength. If you think Trump beat her last time, <laughs> watch this. <laughs> Holy shit. And they can just leave Joe's Depends right there, and she can just take over and put, put her little poopy pants on in her jumpsuit and let her go out. I mean. We're only a year into this, and this guy's already going to go down easily as one of the five worst presidents ever. I mean, I think the only thing that would save him from the absolute rock bottom is Buchanan, who, of course, basically started the Civil War. Basically, I mean, it's like I can't think of anybody else. And no one remembers that because it no. was so no. long ago. So long ago, but that's true. I mean, he was he was basically considered incompetent, and his incompetence essentially started the Civil War. Most historians think that. So, Yeah, so what do you do if you're in Joe's shoes? First of all, you don't really know what's going on, and then your people are telling you to do this or do that. And nothing moves the the needle in the positive direction. Hank, we got a phone call. Hey. Hey there. Hi. You're on uh, Conk After Hours. Who's this? Well, uh, this is your old friend Tim Conway. Yeah, I thought it was. How are you? Listen to you guys uh, browbeat poor old Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's the perfect Democratic candidate, <laughs> and um, and I think she should start now. That'll make my run for president even uh, easier. Well, we're going to promote and, you. Uh, you know I that. The, That's well, going to yeah, happen. Yeah, than yeah. running against Joe. 
But, uh, you know, we had talked about turning the tables and having me come at uh, you with a news item. Yeah. Here. And uh, I noticed uh, on when I was reading Conk today, I go through Conk News, the best news aggregator on the web, and uh, one of the stories that popped up there was USA Today's taking quite a beating after running a so-called article uh, about uh, pedophiles, uh, you know, getting a bad rap. Yeah, yeah, and, that uh, that was actually on my list, Tim, and you're right. And you know what my comment is here on the show notes? I just said, try again, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> that's my comment <laughs> what the hell are they thinking people yeah. are crazy it's like this uh, what are we well, just running out of ideas and we have to we have to recycle bad ones what the hell and you know of all the things to to do it, to let's take up the cause of pedophiles yes that's right that's uh, right you know which is let's just uh get rid of pedophiles and uh you know, that's it. You know, and they said, well, say it's born, it's, you know, they're born that way. And so it's unfortunate. Well, you know, some people are born psychopaths and they go around killing people and, uh, you know, taking their shit. And, uh, but it's okay. They were born that way. Yeah. I mean, you know, these uh, people, the guy, the DA in New York, who's basically not prosecuting any crime. He, I guess he's got to come out now and say, well, pedophiles are just victims, and so we're not going to prosecute them either. Tim, I have a, I have a, a professional question to ask you. You have edited a million publications. Can you imagine sitting in a newsroom at the editor's desk and this crossing your, edit, your editor's desk and you saying, oh, yeah, let's publish this? Can you imagine that? Yeah, well, that, that's uh, I can't understand that decision. There was also no... They only quoted from the these bleeding heart sources, uh, you know, who were talking about, oh, well, you know, pedophile, most pedophiles, they just think about it. They don't actually do it, which, uh, you know, and, and they didn't talk to anybody who said, well, no, that's bullshit, um, and, or that that doesn't mean that they're safe. Uh, they didn't, they only got one side of the story, and it's this extremely left um, side, you know, I was watching some British TV, and I, you were talking yesterday uh, on Happy Hour about the, uh, you know, the liberals, and you were talking about the way left liberals, and in in Britain they talk about the liberals, and then they talk about the left. In Britain, the liberals aren't even considered the left. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Uh, that might not so, be a yeah, bad way to look know, at we it. Need, yeah, we need to come up with a, another name uh, for the left. Uh, and, you know, nutbag applies to so many things, it, it wouldn't be particular, but we'll have to work on a special name for the the way, way left side of the Democratic Party. That's a really interesting idea, and you're right, because I was thinking this morning, I mean, people now all of a sudden are starting to talk about Joe Manchin running as a Democrat for president, and... And the other thing that made me think of Tulsi, of course, Manchin doesn't look as good as Tulsi, but the thing is, like, Manchin... Particularly not in in a straw bikini. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Manchin does not look like Tulsi in a bikini, that's right. (laughs) And and Manchin can't surf, you know, (laughs) 
No, no, yeah, she actually can. That's true. You're right. I forgot about that. She oh, actually yeah. can surf. She's, she's a, the full deal. She's a surfer. But you know, my, but my point is, like her, I was thinking. Uh, you, you know, I don't know if I would vote for Manchin myself, but he he was elected president. We could do worse. You know, it's like I mean that. I mean, I'm you know we're supposed to be conservatives here, but that would be an acceptable liberal choice to me. I guess I don't know. Well, you aren't going to win everything. Well, That's right. So it's you know it, it's a yeah. game of ping pong. You get some points, you lose some points. Yeah. You know, you get some victories for who you vote for. You don't. It's does the country stay moving in a forward trajectory and right now we know it isn't it's stuck and if you're not going forward you're going backwards and so we're we're losing so much ground to the world especially to china um and you know none of us are getting any younger correct so oh yeah well you know mansion is more like uh, what you would have expected from the Democratic Party 30 years ago. That's right, exactly. Correct, right. He's and, what you'd call a traditional uh, liberal. You know, yeah. taking things. And, uh, you know, a lot of the current members of Congress, current Democratic members of Congress, uh, you know, probably wouldn't support this guy. Uh, you know, which is it's okay for them. But, I mean, if he if he got elected... Um, you know, he would have as much trouble with them as he would with the the far right. Uh, so, um, uh, but yeah, it would be, at least he seems to think, uh, think for himself and, and seems to actually do some thinking. And uh, as a guy told me the other day, thinking is what you do when you can't swim. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Hank and I were talking a couple of weeks ago here in the newsroom uh, off the air and I was saying, you know, nowadays, I don't know if Bill Clinton would even be considered a liberal. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, yeah, it's like he he's like out yeah. of it. And that was only 25 right. years ago. Right. And that's why I'm saying, like, Manchin is more in that vein. Uh, the, the most liberal part of Bill Clinton was that Hillary was there trying to do all kinds of stuff. I mean, people forget that she wrote the first. Way before Obamacare, she wrote the first uh, National Health Care Act. It was 6,000 pages long, and it almost got the Clintons laughed out of Washington. And uh, it was kind of after that that uh, Bill told Hillary to be quiet, and, uh, you know, there there weren't any of these wild left, uh, far left print, or ideas coming out of the White House during the rest of his term. Yeah, and and I think somewhere around then too, he hired some woman to to stroke him off or something. I don't. I don't think he hired her. He didn't hire her. <laughs> no, she oh, volunteered. She vol- Oh well, he's the president. Right. He's pretty damn powerful. But yeah, uh-huh. Tim, you're right. Hillary stuck her head uh, above in the whack-a-mole game, and she she got it right in the forehead, and she went tuck her tucked her tail and had to run because. Yeah, I mean, she literally brought something up that was so out of sorts with everything. Um, previous legislation, what she was trying to do. Um, plus, and she wasn't even likable back then. No, um, that's true. So no one liked her back then. 
and people liked Bill. I mean, Bill was a affable dude, um, understood that it was the economy, and you know he could say to people, oh, "I'm making people work, get off welfare." Um, and yeah, I have some fun in the Oval Office, and the world's going to be okay. No, Bill is a, just a naturally likable guy. People like Bill. They just do. I mean, still to this day, he basically is treated like a rock star wherever he goes. Right. You know, so, hey, you know, guys, we're going to take a commercial break, okay? Do you want to stay on the line, Tim, or, or are, you, are you done? Yeah, I'll hang us? around for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Unless you guys want to kick me out of here. No, no, that's fine. That's cool. No. You, know how, you know the drill. It's two minutes, so uh, we'll be back here in two minutes. Stay yeah. tuned, everybody. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sometimes see them flying or running across the floor. Ooh, yuck. Bugs. I loathe bugs. They're unhealthy, gross, and disgusting. We keep a clean home, but occasionally bugs show up. Well, I found something that is tougher than bugs. Orange Guard. On contact, it kills ants, roaches, fleas, and a bunch of other bugs. Plus, Orange Guard is a residual repellent. All of the ingredients of Orange Guard are on the FDA generally recognized as safe list. Orange Guard may be used around food, humans, and pets. It's the clear choice. Look for Orange Guard in the clear bottle. It comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Plus, Orange Guard won't hurt the planet. Available at OrangeGuard.com, Amazon, and HEB Markets in Texas. That orange guard will keep me away, too. You know, I was listening to you guys, and we were talking about, Tim, when you were talking about that pedophilia thing, I'm thinking, well, you know, I could horribly, horribly defile Cindy Crawford in my mind, but I've never actually done it. So I suppose that doesn't make me evil, but I sure have evil thoughts. Really, really evil thoughts. They're just just disgusting. She's an adult, though. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> they're still evil thoughts, Hank. <laughs> They're the same thoughts you have about Tulsi, Hank. <laughs> yes, I do think of Tulsi. Yeah, no, yeah? Nobody gets in trouble for the big age gap, uh, you know, once they turn 18. So uh, that's that's a whole, a whole different matter. 
And uh, I think there the sickness is uh, on the part of the young person. Because, you know, why in the hell would a young woman hang around with an old guy like me or you? I, I just can't fathom that unless uh, we had money. money. <laughs> loads and loads of money. Yeah, exactly. And, we have the universal so answer. There, there, we can yeah. take you places. And so there's another name. There's another name for that kind of relationship, uh, but uh, sugar daddy. It's not illegal in in one state. <laughs> oh, Tim, 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 Tim. All right, let's see what else is on our list today. What we want to talk about. Um, Oh, this is really interesting, guys. I don't know if you saw this. So the province of Quebec has decided they're going to tax Canadians who are unvaccinated. And the tax is going to be substantial. And my note here is how exactly are they going to, like, do this? It's like, how do you find – how do you – do you need a note from your doctor to say you're vaccinated? And does anybody care at this point? And is this just another control thing or – a way to raise more money because God knows our liberal friends need it because they got this all the stuff they need to do. It's like why why, why anybody this whole COVID thing's gotten. Uh, I mean, all I've done now for three shows was talk about COVID and January sixth, and we're not going to talk about January sixth today. We're done with that. Yeah, that's. But the COVID thing goes on forever. It's like fun, and then Fauci is on. I mean, did you guys see Rand Paul just ripped him to shreds? And the thing is, Paul's right. You know, he can. And this is my same um, complaint about people complain about Trump. They all tell you Trump is evil. He's despicable. He caused chaos. All this sort. No one could ever come up with an actual example. And the Fauci says you are completely misrepresenting what I said. So blah 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 blah. But he can't actually rebut any of the actual points. Yeah, Napoleon looked bad yesterday, especially with what's coming out from Project Veritas. The, I thought the interesting thing was he had um, – I'm getting some feedback. I am too. I don't know where it's coming from. He, uh, that he was saying how there's someone driving that got pulled over in Des Moines um, that was on his way to get Fauci, and – Rand Paul held his tongue because Paul could have said to him and says, well, hey, one of those crazy bastards caught me in my yard and busted my fucking 12 ribs. Correct. You little prick. So maybe right. if he had to face him. And, and also that damn mob that attacked him and his wife. Yeah, one, at the deal. Yeah, so, that's right. You know, Fauci's making it sound like Rand Paul called this guy and said, hey, go get Fauci. Um, well, that's because we're all insurrectionists, you know. Yeah, and I, I just think uh, Fauci – is going to go down, he's going to be perp-walked at some point because he does not know when to just back off, and he cannot stay away from the camera. No, he can. Now, somebody was on, uh, I can't remember where I read this this morning. Of course, this is all on Conk News at Conk.com. You can see it there every day. It changes every three hours. Somebody who knew him years ago was saying that apparently he has always been an attention whore, always, his entire career. You know, that doesn't surprise me. I just... At this point, and I, I actually, I, I was wrong. I stood up for, the, for this guy for months. I did. I finally realized, no, he's completely fucking full of shit. And Peter Navarro said this, and Navarro, I think, is right. He's a sociopath. He is. And, and you said this, Hank, better than anybody else, and that is he's not a scientist. He's a bureaucrat. He's a bureaucrat. And, you know? and that's fine. 
You just don't get to pick between them. Yeah. You're one or the other. That's right. You are one or the other, you know, because I would say if you're a bureaucrat, that automatically negates you as a scientist. Not only that, he's been there. He's run the cent- cent- the National Center for – all right, what is it called? It's, an, it's the National Institute, Institute for Infectious Health. Diseases is his devar- department. But he's run it for 37 years. He's 82 years old. He makes – $420,000 a year. His pension is going to be over $350,000. His pension. God almighty. I mean, when does it stop? I mean, he's 82. He ain't, maybe he's going to get five to ten years of it. Yeah. And he'll be, you know, just like Robert old Durst. Age is going to get him. You know, during what Durst spent like six months <laughs> in jail and then croaked. Yeah. Like, and, and come on. We know Durst did that shit. I mean, he was really good at covering up, but he did all that. He killed all those people. Fucking asshole. Are you still there, Tim? Not you, Tim. No. Tim? I, I am. I was just thinking that uh, I think there's a cure now for insurrection. Uh, you have to you either take the pill every day or you take it 20 minutes before you, you need to uh, get insurrect. <laughs> And is it red, white, and blue? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that have anything to do with what I want to do to Cindy Crawford? Does it? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yes, yeah. it does. I think, I think it's, it's the solution to all those problems. Call USA Today <laughs> yeah, and tell them you got another bad. story. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, and I saw something else. I, I saw something else on, on Conk today, and it was uh, how much. Republicans had made uh, had raised uh, for the midterm elections so far. The GOP, I guess, the, just the party uh, had raised, but they had a picture of the, this guy, and I mean, he looked like uh, poor old Uncle Larry, who had just come out of uh, you know getting dried out for about the fifteenth time in his life, and uh, none of his clothes fit. You know, his shirt collar was too big for his neck and and i'm thinking uh well one that this is not the guy i would pick as my poster boy and two it's like does this guy look like somebody i want to trust taking care of business uh all these there are just too many people in congress uh, you know not to mention the bureaucracy who just been there for so long and you know they do this year round was never intended to be a year-round thing. They don't get anything done, but they're there all year. And they've got every one of these people has a staff of like 10 to 12 people, and the lowest paid are getting like 35 grand a year, and some of them are getting over 100 grand a year to attend to whatever business these people have to attend to. I think it's mainly scheduling uh, dinners with lobbyists. And uh, it's just, uh, you know, the the whole thing, when you get a look at them and, and you see how long they've been around, it's just this is not the way it was intended, and this is a big reason it doesn't work. I think the public is finally starting to get real fed up with the incompetence of Congress and government. I don't know. I just get this feeling. I mean, we're, we're, we get feedback from places. But at this point, it's really become unconscionable. I mean, there's so many people in this country and so many accomplished people that, and we have a, I mean, and the, obviously the current administration is completely um, a good example of this. I mean, these people can't seem to do anything right, nothing. 
And it's just, it's appalling. You know, I mean, they can't, they can't order COVID tests. They can't fucking get schedule, you know, get the fucking port running. It's like they can't do anything. Can't keep the border safe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, we were talking the other day, Hank, about the fact that, I mean, if the Republicans decide to impeach Biden once they get into power this fall, the, the charge would probably be their election of duty on the border. That, I mean, it's so appalling that you could really make an, uh, an argument that he has abandoned his oath. Yeah, you know? and I would recommend that they don't file articles of impeachment for that idiot. Let him sit there for three more years and swing in the wind with his yeah, I'm actually with you, powerless, Hank. but take every one of his, like Millie, and every one of his department people and run them through impeachment procedures. Swalwell, take all their committee assignments and t- you know turn them into the lowest of the low, um, and then just start to dig into their background, get their tax returns, you know, dig into their tax returns. Pelosi, Pelosi's old man, his companies, just bring these bastards out every day that there's a congressional hearing for one of these people, and we've got three years, and do not take Joe out of that position. Yeah, I, I, the I, I agree with you. The best thing you could do to the Democrat Party is cut the head off of that dude, and you do not want to do that. If you're a real poker player, you let him sit there. Well, well, first of all, they probably wouldn't get the votes to actually get him out anyway. So there's that. And but I also I well, agree. I think the Democrats would vote to get rid of him I, yes, to solve the I th- problem. I think enough of them <laughs> might vote to do it. That's right. I mean, they're not not the majority of them, but enough might do to accomplish it. That's with that said, I totally agree with you. I think it's like you know, it's about time people started kind of thinking ahead here, and nobody ever thinks ahead. It's all just reactionary bullshit. Yeah. I mean, look at this thing we we're just talking about with a with the filibuster thing. This is the stupidest thing they could do because it's going to come back and bite them in the ass. And you'd think that anybody could see that coming from a million miles away, but apparently they can't. Well, and they live in that town where they don't. I mean, they uh, yeah, they see to the edge of uh, Lafayette Park, you know, and that's it. You know, the the world is flat after that. There's another thing, guys, and I've talked to I, I've talked I've talked about this before, and I think this is going to be a really big deal if and when, and it's eventual when the people that are in the lockdown. That are in that are being incarcerated for the January sixth riot that have not been charged. They're basically just sitting there getting tortured and they're Washington jail with about forty or seventy of them. When these people are released, all fucking hell is gonna break loose. They're going these people are gonna sue so many people because there's no, what's going on is so utterly illegal and unconstitutional that fucking heads will roll. I, I mean I know that there's laws in Congress that you can't sue congressmen for their decisions. Somebody will figure out a way to get around it. Heads will roll because of this. Because what, that's what's happening. You know, you, you yeah, can't, go, go ahead, Tim. You can't, sue them for, you can't sue them for their speech, but you can sue. I, I think they, they can bring suit against, it won't be against Congress, but uh, against the federal judiciary um, and some federal agencies they could sue people in in the um, Department of Justice, uh, you know. So that uh, would be 
one one way to do it. And I think, you know, Biden, if Biden could be impeached for dereliction of duty, you could impeach everybody in Congress. <laughs> none of those fucking people are getting the job done. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's got to be a high crime or misdemeanor, an actual crime. And, uh, you know, so that's uh, that's uh, part of that thing. But um, if the tide swings and, you know, at least uh, 30 Democratic uh, uh, congressional representatives are retiring this year, uh, so, you know, there could be that big swing back. It's like Hank says, you you change the committee structure. You, uh, you know, you now have the majority on the committees, the, the uh, stuff that's coming out. I, I don't know about so much. Well, it, it would be good to investigate uh, all the connections that uh, these long-serving people have, their family connections, uh, to businesses, particularly overseas. And, um, you know, that's something that, that really needs to be looked at in depth. But, um, you know, just spend more time uh, pushing back on all the stuff that the Democrats have moved through or trying to get through and, you know, push back to the other direction. Uh, and if they get that done, Without the cooperation uh, or the blessing of Biden, then that just, uh, like Hank said, just shows what a, a nothing he is. You know, what a, it's like a cardboard cutout. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the other thing that was on the news yesterday was Ted, um, Texas Ted, was uh, in a committee hearing with someone from, I think it was the Department of Justice or FBI, about asking about who are these, how many were there federal agents on there at January sixth, and the person that answered, I can't. Yeah, we talked I, about this yesterday. I can't explain that, or I can't. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. this isn't some international crime ring that we don't want people to know. That's correct. How we find out yeah. the information? It's an American senator asking a an American Department of Justice representative, who were these people? That's right. And to be able to hide behind, like, there's some secrecy, who gives a fuck? Well, there was there were legal analysts on Fox News that said, no, they could actually answer those questions. They were not beyond. And so that's why when the like, pendulum swings, that broad's got to get back up in front of Ted Cruz and be told, you got to answer it. Or you're going to jail, and you're going to be in the same cell as some of these January 6th people. So yeah. you decide if you got time now to explain it or time to explain it to the person in the cell you're going to be sharing a cell with. So, Hank, I, we, we were talking about this on the Happy Hour yesterday. These are the two things, the two questions that we're really telling. First of all, he asked her, uh, her I think her name is Sanborn, I think, Miss Sanborn. Like, do you know who Ray Epps is? And her answer was, uh, well, I'll talk to you. For those of you who don't know, we'll talk about it in a second. Her answer was, yes, I'm aware of the individual. So she does know who Ray Epps is. She said that. And then he said, was Ray Epps a plant of the FBI in that riot? And she said, I can't answer that question. Well, if the answer is no, you'd you'd love to answer it, wouldn't you? I mean – well, that, it's just bullshit. I mean, basically, I, as far as I can tell, she admitted, she tacitly admitted that he was involved. You know? Tim, I can hear you thinking. Well, and if there's some, 
if there's some real reason to keep that secret, they can they can ask her that in secret. But yeah, she has to answer. Uh, yes. you're right about that. There's no saying, oh well, you know, this is an ongoing investigation or all that other kind of crap. They're not talking to a member of the general public. They're talking to somebody in Congress. So, um, so yeah, it it. Uh, it the whole thing stunk really bad. Yeah, now for those of you who don't know, Ray Epps is a guy who was not only at the riot, the Capitol riot on January 6th, he was there the night before, and he was telling anybody who would listen, and he's also, he's a tall, large man. He's a Montana rancher by, by profession, and he's back on his ranch, and that's we'll get to that in a second too. And so he was he was shouting to anybody that listens. Not only we're we going to go to the Capitol, we got to get inside the Capitol. And it was so bad that there's video of people yelling and pointing at him, saying "Fed, Fed, Fed." That's how fucking obnoxious he was about this. So that's what happened the next day. And it appears he there's also a video of him whispering in people's ears, and then those people going to. It appears he tearing stuff apart. Yeah. And then the amazing thing is, of all the people that got arrested at the Capitol, he did not. Well, actually, he was on the FBI right. most wanted, and then he disappeared. That's right. He was actually originally he was on the list, and then he he was taken off, and no one knows why. And he's back and at it his goes ranch. Back to now, if the FBI is questioning one of us or the IRS, do we get to give the 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 Epps answer? I can't tell you. Yeah, you know, no. No, these are the assholes that you got to keep every piece of paper for a receipt in case you get audited. It's fucking bullshit, America. 97% of the people that the IRS charges with a crime get convicted. That's their that's yeah. their success yes. rate. Virtually everybody. I my accountant my accountant tells me this. She she says there she's had clients. She's told them you can't do this. This is against the law, and they've gone to jail. Right? It's like this. There, these people are serious. They're not fucking around. I've always said the the IRS is the Gestapo of America. They are. It's like no, and so, they're not losing any power. No, yeah, I mean they, they look. They keep their strength no matter what ad administration. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's the thing with Ray Epps. For those you didn't who didn't know, uh, that's that's explanation of that. So yeah, he has not been charged or picked up or anything and meanwhile there's got people literally apparently being tortured in some washington jail somewhere and they don't have any court dates set and they don't it's like they're they're just just there they're getting the shit beat out of them every day and oh my god it's like oh when these people get out there's so there's going to be so much hell to pay it's fucking unbelievable all right we're going to take another commercial break right now tim you you want to hold on to him do you love well, me? I'm, you... I'm uh, going to go. I got to get back to my tours here, but it's it's always fun talking to you guys, and uh, we'll check in with you later on. And Tim, and unfortunately... anybody else uh, who wants to do what I'm doing, they could call five one six four one eight five four seven two and join in the conversation. Yeah, uh, we love you for that. You know that we love you. And unfortunately, I'm going to announce it now. You will not be on uh, Conk Weekend this coming weekend. Unfortunately. Because you actually no, have, I've got, uh, I I actually have work to do. So, yeah, you actually uh, have work to do. It's but, fucking uh, unbelievable. Well, yeah, I I know I'm going to have to do something about that. But uh, yeah, you guys uh, have fun tomorrow. Say hi to Jennifer for me, and I'll talk to you guys later on. Okay, Tim. Thanks for calling Take in. Care. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye bye. You bet. 
Yes, Tim's right. You can call in and do the same thing. 516-418-5472. This would be a good time because we're going to play commercial now. So you can call in. I can I can set you up. So we'll be back in two minutes, everybody. Stay tuned. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Part three of the happy hour. From Kant News, he's Hank Reardon. Greetings. I'm Jim Peters. So Hank has a lot of Sasquatch memorabilia. And you know, um, that was a commercial, of course, for Paranormal Talk Radio, uh, one of our sponsors. Um, And the reason they're one of our sponsors is because, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I don't, but you know, I've said this, Hank. I don't know what to think about the Sasquatch. I just don't know. Just believe. <laughs> That's all and I have you to won't do. Be let down. <laughs> I mean, okay. Let's look at. Let's analyze this because that's what we do here. All right. So, thousands of people have said they've seen squatch, Sasquatches. Hundreds of people report it every year, and probably ten percent of the people who see them report it. So, I mean, you're talking about a huge, huge number of people who have seen these globally. This, Globally, but mostly in the Pacific Northwest of the United States and the northwestern part of the United States, mostly. They come on container ships from Japan and China. <laughs> well, the theory, this is the part where I'm talking crazy talk. That's fine. One of the theories is that Sasquatch is extraterrestrials in a spacesuit. In other words, they've designed a spacesuit that looks like an animal. Now this that's is, crazy. Yeah, it is. I know. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> It's nuts. It's nuts. But then again, on the other hand, too, no one's ever found a carcass or a body. But like you said, uh, you don't find carcasses of bodies of most animals anyway. Right, right. When you walk through the woods, you don't see dead bird laying on the ground. I mean, they go somewhere to to die. And, and, and some of the higher mammals even collect their corpses. I mean, I don't have to tell you that. Elephants do it. Orangutans do it. You know, right. they, they actually bury their dead. And so, is, 
I mean, is that the reason you don't see them um, or you don't find their, the, the corpse or skeleton, skeletal bones from them? Um, also, the descriptions of them are extremely consistent. I mean, they're almost, other than the hair color, which does seem to vary, but that would vary anyway, probably. Other than that, everyone pretty much describes the same beast, you know? I believe. Just yeah, like I, my hat says, believe. It yeah, doesn't a, cost anything to no, believe. It doesn't cost anything to believe. And then if believe, you see right. one, you don't have to go into denial like, well, shit, I didn't see that. Well, that's the thing. I, I'm definitely not denying. I won't deny at all. I won't deny. No, because the thing is I've been around way too much. Well, the, the craziest shit that shouldn't happen does seem to happen. So it's like, you know, any, if you're a denier of anything, that's what I think. You're, right. You know, no. That's uh, about the time you get proven wrong. That's right. Just keep an open mind, you know. Is that's this the year do. when the UFO stuff's going to be confirmed? Uh, no, but um, uh, in, maybe in three to five years. Maybe. It's a, I know. That, no, this is not the. I'm starting to hear now from the people that saw the classified version of that report they put on July. Apparently, the classified version was bullshit, too. Everyone in Congress was very disappointed. That's what I understand. It's only nine additional pages on the public report, but basically they said it basically said nothing. So, And the government is not willing to speculate where these things are from. So, who knows? But at least, you know, I never, th- I did not think I would live to see the day that the government said they were real. I didn't, th- I thought I would die before that happened. So, it's, I don't know, it's interesting. So, you're going to be here for three to five? I'll be here for three to five. My, you know, if I, if I, if I, my, if I'm tracking my mother, I got another 31 years left. So, yeah. you know. I think they should do it next year, the year of Jordan. You know? Uh, the, huh, What? Next year's the year of Jordan, 23. You know, Michael Jordan. Oh, greatest yeah, yeah, yeah that's ever. right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So why wouldn't they disclose it the year of Jordan? That's an interesting one. Well, I don't know. It's a good number, 23. It is a good number. Yeah. It's right on the roulette wheel. Yeah. They might, yeah. <laughs> you Boxed know that. in between 22 and 24. <laughs> you don't play the zeros, man. That's right. Don't play the zeros, no. The you do have to calculate them, though, into the, you know, in your odds. because the number. Right, because there's, th- there's not 36 numbers, there's 38. Right. You know, and if you go over to Europe, it's 37. They only have one zero. So we had to come We're up with We're overachievers. That's right. We needed the extra zero. <laughs> All right, I got one more thing here I want to talk about in the news, too. We got about seven, eight minutes left here, folks, so you should call in. 516-418-5472. Um, uh, th- this was also on Kong Today, too, uh, and this kind of pisses me off. And my note... For- my note on this, I'm terrible. Uh, my, my, my note was just, oh, fuck you. But uh, <laughs> uh, headline from Newsmax, pressure mounting on Biden to forgive student loans. What about all the people that pay their student loans? Hey, that will be a can of shit. Let him open it. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, these are young kids, too. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, you're going to have 37-year-olds. To the twits that just graduated or will be graduating with the college debt, fighting each other. It would be beautiful. Yes, but they did not calculate this. That's the thing I don't understand. No one, no one, no one's anticipating this. It's like shit. It's gonna be. Fucking, it's like yay, Ray, Ray, Ray. We yeah. won. No, you didn't win. You're gonna make a fucking. You just broke the omelet, man. It's WWE. like shit. WWE. It'll be a smackdown. Yes, it will. Within homes. God. You know? Yes, that's correct. There'll be parents that are like, son of a bitch. 
I paid off Billy's and Susie, she's got hers. She never even, you know, she's still making coffee. Yeah. Not paying and paying three cents a month against the principal. And she's going to walk away looking like fucking Warren Buffett. And also to you parents out there, and I'm not a parent, so I shouldn't really complain about this, but I will. Uh, and that, why did you think your son should go to $60,000 a year college? It's like, what is he, fucking rocket scientist? It's like, yeah, and for those few of you who have rocket scientist sons, good. That's great. He, but, but I, I mean, the one thing I've learned through my college education, I know about you, Hank, no one has ever asked me. Well, I've been asked where I went to school. No one's ever asked me if I've actually graduated. I've never been asked that in any interview, uh, you know, uh, form, nothing. They won't ask it ever again. That's the thing. If Joe cancels the tuition, everyone's going to know what a fraud a college education is. That's correct. That's my point. That's what what I'm hoping he does. Jesus. Is acknowledge the fraudulent college education pushed onto the American. And as a student, if you're a senior in high school, you get to look at your parents and go, why would I go? They just give the shit away for free. Yes, that's right. That's absolutely right. Thank you. You just made my point. Yep. I appreciate it. So, Joe, you can do it. Just oh. please. That I mean, to me, that's one of those time bombs that he's going to fucking set the wick on lit and turn his back and meander off and all of a sudden it's going to blow up behind him? You know, Hank, you're a very intelligent man and you've been doing this a long time. And I'd like to think I'm not totally stupid, but I don't understand this. We're not in government. I'm no fucking genius. I won't speak for anybody else on the staff here. How come we can sit here behind these microphones and yak like old men? But the thing is, we can figure this shit out and the people actually do and it can't. I don't understand this. This is one. I I know about it because it's in my own family. Uh Uh-huh. You know, I've got family that's going to be affected by this. Um, One that's been knuckle-dragging and one that's been aggressive to get rid of it. And I can just see the battle royal. Oh, wow. I mean, and, and. My God. You know, think about some kid that's paid off $120,000 working their balls off, working two, three jobs. Right. Climbing the corporate deal for some big ass piece of shit, publicly traded company. And then there's some little twit in the mailroom that's getting his $80,000 forgiveness and. Yeah. The person, you know, I mean, it's it's bad government, and, and it's, it's it's appalling. It's going to blow up the whole fraud of what is college education, and, you know, and even um, and even uh, changing the subject a little bit, uh, talking about uh, me not being a genius. Maybe you are, but some of the other people here are pretty Don't smart. Don't sell yourself short. But but um, the thing is, uh, even on COVID. Okay, so, you know, I've told this story many times. I'm going to tell a little brief uh, version of it here right now. We did the test shows for these podcasts in April and May of 2020. And, of course, it took us fucking nine months to get around to starting it. But that's when we did the test shows, about six weeks' worth. And that's just when COVID, they were getting data for COVID. So we knew, I mean, we knew by May 
I'm, you know, I'm just looking at the fucking CDC data, and it was already obvious that this was a disease of the old and the sick. It was obvious in May. It was obvious two and a half fucking years ago. And why? It's like people are just getting around to figuring this out. I, I can't. I don't understand. And I'm just some guy sitting in my underwear behind a microphone, you know, looking at fucking numbers, and it's pretty obvious what's going on. I mean, you know, and finally, people have been saying this. I don't know if it's a talking point among the liberals about well, it's not a one size fits all uh, situation. Well, no, fucking no, it isn't. It isn't. Here's the deal: if you're old and you're sick. You, this, this thing will kill you. It could kill you. Yes. It could kill you, if, especially if you're sick. If you're old and you're sick. If you're under fifty and you're healthy, there's basically no pandemic. There's nothing. No, there was nothing happened. And people are starting to talk about this too. And this is really important. If you're under twenty, the vaccine is actually more harmful to you than the virus is. The I mean, cure- if you're a kid, five and older, don't let them jab. Don't. You, you should not be jabbed. That's right. Absolutely not. So Betty White and then Bob, what's Saget? Saget. Yeah. Did they, will it ever come out, yes or no, positive or negative? Did the booster shot cost them their lives? I don't know. Will we know? I don't know, but I'm listening to Joe Paggs on the way home from here yesterday, and he had some doctor on. He was talking about the fact that he said, well, the things that's only anecdotal. And he's right as far as I can tell. But he said, so all of a sudden in the last year or two, there seems to be a whole bunch of otherwise healthy people all over the globe that are just dropping dead. Right. You know, and he said the numbers are getting to the point where you really can't ignore this. Something's going on. Something's causing it. Yeah, right. something's causing it. And he says, I, and this is a doctor, and he says, I think it's the COVID vaccines. Because we do know, what's that called? Mito, mitocardia? What is it? Mito, yeah, mitochondria. Some, some, yeah. the, the heart condition. Now, this is the thing that kids get, where the thing is they're more likely to get that from the vaccine than they are to actually get COVID. And so that's why you don't want your kid to get jabbed. You don't. And frankly, any any minor, if you're under the age of 20 or 18, you should not get this. You shouldn't. Unless you want to be sterile. Because it sounds like it's pretty – it's a foregone conclusion. You're probably going to be sterile if you get the jab. Well, and that's the other thing, too. These things were rushed through very quickly. We don't know the long-term effects of them. Uh, you know, this is and this is my thing, and Z and I were talking about this, too, and my this is where my, my wife is going to think I'm crazy. But, you know, all right, I've had two shots. I'm 66 years old. I'm just on the cups of the danger zone. I thought I'm going to do this. You know, that was my decision. He thought the same thing. He's virtually the same age I am. But I don't know if I want a third one. And if I – what's – what vaccine have we ever had in our entire lives where we had to have it more than, more than once a year? Uh, no. Right. I'm not going to get four shots a year. You can go fuck yourself. If I need four shots a year, there's something wrong with your fucking vaccine. That's the way I'm looking at this. You know? And I don't, I'm not going to get on a booster. I'm not going to. It's like, it's bullshit. You took your you two. Know? No, right. I'm, I'm willing to do once a year. I get a flu shot once a year. You know, okay, that's fine. I'll do it once a year. But beyond that, no, I'm not right. going to. No, I won't do it. It's like, because I think if I have to do it more than once a year, something's wrong. That's what I think. So, I don't know. My two bits, your two bits, you know. But the fact is, that's the thing. It's not, it's not 
on they've they've been trying to push all Americans into one single fucking square peg. Because it's easy for them. Yeah. And if it's easy, that's what they want. They're also they're insulting our intelligence. There's right. that they assume we can't figure out or we can't figure that there's more than you know that that it's not one size fits all. They can't figure that. But no, it's bullshit. No, not only that, and this, and I was harping on this a year and a half ago. This was actually on the CDC website, and they even said, and now this has come out again. I don't because fucking CNN, somebody at CNN had an orgasm or something, decided to go masturbate in the men's room. Um, that ninety four percent of all the people who died of COVID had at least one comorbidity. Now it's come out of those people, seventy five percent of them had f- more than four. So you're talking about people who are really sick. Right. They're already sick and they're over seventy years old. And for if you that mean if that's you, well, fuck, that's like a recipe for death. I mean, you got to stay away from this. This is dang- that's the thing. COVID does kill people, but not many. <laughs> right. right. You know, no, not any more than the average deaths that would occur in the U.S. every oh, year. Oh, or, or the flu. I, I got back to the flu. Yeah. In, in 2019, 40,000 Americans died of the flu. In if you take the 800,000 people that died supposedly died of COVID and took 5% of them, that's 40,000 people. It's the same fucking it's e- number. Yeah, it's, it's easy math like the government wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. They just try to hide it. And the funny thing is CNN had the death toll on there every day that Trump was in office. Yeah. You know, they couldn't – they were gleeful at the death rate. Now yeah. you don't – with Uncle Joe, the pants – shitter there's nothing on cnn they don't ever talk about the death or the sick well we'll have to pick that story up in six months it'll be interesting to see where cnn is in six months i do think because they've been bought they're not going to go they're not going to go out of business but who knows what the hell's going to happen over there yeah it's not going well it's going to cost a lot of money to turn that ship around i get back to you and i've talked about this offline about what john nolte said and, you know, we're proud of it, too. We're no longer the alternative media. We're the new media. Right. The mainstream media has gone to fucking hell. And they literally And they have. won't return. They're not going to return. That's right. It's past the point of no return. I mean, the thing about the new owners of CNN is they can, uh, they can try to get this back to its former glory, but the ratings are never going to be the same. They aren't. Right. They're, They'll have to get a whole new viewership to show yes, up. that's right. And that that's, takes a lot of energy. And a lot of time. Yes. It does. Yeah. Hank, thanks for joining us here again. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's like a little Wednesday coffee clutch. Yeah, That's right. And I'm glad you're feeling better. I really am. You look good, man. Twin you were- Cities IV, baby. <laughs> we, should get the, we should do a commercial for them just out of thanks. We should. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's like, well, they had a lot, a lot of vitamins in that bag, man. It was a big bag. <laughs> I never thought it was going to be done, and all of a sudden, it's wham, in your body. I'm getting the needle pulled out. And- Did you pee a lot? I haven't stopped. Oh, that's just uh, been twenty four hours. So uh, that's uh, cool. Well, it worked. I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Nice to see you. So, folks, you know, we're here Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Tomorrow, from Thursday, we run a a recording 
we run a, um, an archive, not a recording. It's a, a, it's not even a rebroadcast. Yes, we run the recording of our weekend podcast called Conk Weekend. That is not a live show, so you can't call in. But you can, and even at any time, twenty four seven, you can go to conk dot com slash voicemail and leave us a voicemail. Matter of fact, I have one here. Here's a here's our friend David who called in a, a couple weeks ago. Hello, this is David again. Your mom was wonderful this past weekend. She's great. Anyway, keep it up. Merry Christmas. Bye bye. My mother was on the show. She's and, she or you can out. email us. Yeah. At daily at conk.com. That's daily at conk.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We would. We would. So anyway, we'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow on the show, on the on the weekend show tomorrow. There's Hank and Jennifer Kamani from, is going to do Clean Feed. Three-headed from, monster. From, uh, from San Diego. She's always entertaining. We love her. So thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.